0: and made a round of it, visiting all the things they had listened to, lying in bed. Milking was over, but they met old Silas, the farmhand, crossing the yard with a great truss of red bracken for the cowshed. And Roy, the dog, rushed, barking out at them, but stopped at once and wagged his tail. Just showing what he would do if we didn't belong, said Dorothea. It's a fine frosty morning, said Silas. You'll be having some skating if it goes on. Dick looked through the yard gate towards the lake. Nay, it'll be a while yet before the lake freezes. It's not often it does, but it's been a grand year for Hollyberry, and that's a sign. But you'll be skating on the tarn up above yonder if we have another night or two like last. Where is it? asked dick we've got our skates packed old silas pointed up the fell behind the house let's go down to the lake first said dorothea from the yard gate a narrow footpath went down the sloping field to the edge of the lake dick and dorothea went down it for the first time They did not even know the name of the island that lay there with its leafless winter trees and the tall pine tree above the little cliff at the northern end of it. It had been dark when they arrived, and everything was new to them. I wish we'd thought of asking if they had a boat, said Dick. They probably have, said Dorothea. What's that down by the water? Dick stopped. His telescope was meant for stars, but it was good practice to use it for other things. Upside down, he said. It's a boat, anyhow, said Dorothea. Down at the bottom of the field, there were reeds, some on land and some growing in the water. There was a small landing place. A narrow belt of dried bits of reed, sticks and other jetsam marked the point to which the lake had risen during the autumn floods. Half a dozen yards above this, there was an old brown rowing boat, upside down, resting on trestles, a couple of feet clear of the ground. They must have put it like that for the winter, said Dick, walking round it, to keep rain and snow out of it. What a pity said dorothea who as usual was making up a story she tried a sentence or two on dick they launched their trusty vessel put out their oars and rowed towards the mysterious island no human foot had ever trod well look said dick there's somebody coming now a rowing boat was coming down the lake the only thing moving on the water under the pale winter fields, the dark woods, and the distant snow-topped hills. It was moving fast. There seemed to be four rowers, two to a thwart, each pulling on a single oar. "'Where's your telescope?' said Dorothea. She watched the boat cutting its way through the reflections of the hills. The story she had begun to plan was gone.' Instead, she was finding another to explain this solitary boat with its four rowers and the two passengers seated in the stern. Carrying a sick man to the doctor, perhaps. A matter of life and death. Or were they racing some other boat not yet in sight? Dick pulled out his telescope again. He rested it on the keel of the overturned boat and with a little difficulty focused it on that other boat that was coming so swiftly down the lake. Hello, he said. Dot, they aren't grown up. Let's see. But she gave him back the telescope at once. Bother the thing, she said. I can see just as well without it. What's happening now? The four oars had stopped, as if at a word of command, and the two who had been sitting in the stern were changing places with two of the rowers. A moment later, all four oars shot forward and paused. The blades dipped, the four rowers pulled together, and the boat, which had been gliding slowly on, gathered speed once more. Put your coat on now you're not ready.